back to Nobody Likes This But You. It's a version of a podcast where two guys... It's the essence of a podcast. It's the essence. They offer their unsolicited and unqualified take on the things that nobody likes but Scott. And Peter. And a very special guest. Yes. Incredibly special. It is Mr. Jeremy Karras. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, crowd goes wild. We've been happy uh, to be here. Yeah, we've been wanting to get Jeremy on for a while. Jeremy is uh, a mutual friend of Scott and I and, uh, and has uh, been a fan of the podcast. We've been a fan of him, so it made sense that uh, three should become one. Like musketeers, in, right? in certain mm-hmm. states. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I, any, any, and all of the above. I'm. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where this is going, but I like it, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm present. Can we turn the lights down? <laughs> yeah. We can. Uh, close the window, close the window shades. Amazon, put the uh, mood setting on. See, I had to use the fake name because we keep awakening <laughs> my devices. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm. Uh, we have been talking about doing this uh, episode for a while, bringing Jeremy on. Jer- like uh, Peter said, Jeremy is a great friend, and uh, I guess a good friend. But yeah. yeah, I'm upgrading him. <laughs> he's 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 come on our crummy podcast, and uh, and he's he's all in. Yeah. And and he's he's uh, he's the uh, the chief of our street team. Uh, oh, you mean the head of uh, the. Um your uh, podcast uh, fan, fan club. club. Oh, yeah, yes. for yeah. sure. I yeah. get that. You're repping hard. You're our hype On man. On SoundCloud, for uh-huh. sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm working out yeah. those t-shirt designs right now. You guys, you check. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler that, are you, alert. Are you, are you being Oops, serious I right shouldn't now? have said anything. <laughs> We're gonna be are rich. you being serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you guys, you guys, you, you, you have these great ideas for these podcasts. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, each, here's each, an idea for it. Each show could actually be a t-shirt. Like, boom. Boom. Mm-hmm. I love like it. Johnny Cupcakes. You okay, okay. Here's here's a thought for a T-shirt. What if it was just like just like a T-shirt said like whatever or like <laughs> Stussy <laughs> face <laughs> or smiley face. I don't know. I just got these ideas. I got these ideas. Or what man. was it in uh, back in the day? The you draw the three parallel lines and then you draw the, the three S. The S. The S. The S. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. When um, you do an episode on that? Well, I promise we have a little bit of structure to this episode. It is un poquito. About <laughs> How nobody likes 80s music, but Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Jeremy is an 80s music super fan, uh, amongst other things. He's also a much vaunted creative director, as well as UI UX master, uh, serial entrepreneur, and uh, is... serial like Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, which, what is your favorite cereal, Jeremy? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, it's like sometimes I like a healthy side. So like sure. the, the basic four. Remember that brand? I do remember yeah. the basic four. It's like you got that crunch, but then you also got that fruitiness to it. And, and then you got like some nuts. But if I have to be honest, cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon, yeah. Cinnamon okay. toast crunch. Let that yeah. sit in that the milk. And, sorry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is, is that our fun. first? It's yeah. our first cuss word. We'll find that at like minute whatever that was. My four, bad. And sorry. we'll beep it out. <laughs> And it'll sound something like this. Let's beep it out. And Scott, Scott will do that. My bad, um, folks. If I remember. So <laughs> what has led you to want to talk about 80s music on this podcast? Uh, so it's it, that's a good question. Um, my wife loves to pick on me. Um, so whenever we are, especially right now, you know, hanging out with the kids, we'll be outside. And she'll be like, why don't you play some music? And... I don't know why, but for some reason, 80s is just a good go-to for me. And, like, 
I'll start playing that, and she'll just look at me and give me those eyes. Like, what are you doing? Come on, play something. Like we all Betty Davis eyes, or what? I wish. Betty Davis It's more of the please put something else yeah. on that we all want to listen to. So I kind of have to. So, so when you put the '80s music on, are you going? Are you like going to Pandora and saying, "Hey, play my '80s music station," mm-hmm. or are you going? Okay, so I was gonna give a couple options, but you just selected yeah, that one, I so saying, I don't need to now. So does that mean you aren't creating a playlist yourself? You're just trusting. The You're, are you open to the algorithm of what it's gonna serve you? So I'm pretty open to the algorithm, um, but. I also there's your gosh darn T-shirt right yeah, there. I'm open to the algorithm. I'm open to the algorithm. Yeah, my algorithm is ready. I uh, like patent that. pending. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, actually, I'm a uh, Spotify fan. Nice. I okay. Back with Spotify. Okay. Same Z's. Back to I think it was early whenever it first came out. I was like one of the first first uh, trial users. A friend of mine at work got me onto it, and then boom, just been creating tons of playlists. But yeah. I, I'm going to be honest really quick, and this is, I, I used to be like a huge tech head, geek, aficionado, all that. I don't understand Spotify, <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't admit that, but I, mean, I don't I don't get it. So I was, in the way that you were like at the front door with Spotify when they knocked, I don't know if that's an expression. Um, I was it is now. Way. Check our merch <laughs> store at nobodylikesusbutyoupodcast.biz slash merch store slash street team slash Jeremy 20% off. So do you remember RDO? Which was like the Yeah, big, the R-D-I-O. Yeah. yeah so they I were the that. big competitor to Spotify. And I would sit here and have conversations like this and uh, just be like, oh, RDO is 10 times better, blah, blah, blah. You know, Spotify sucks. Beta Max is better. Yeah. So then RDO went bankrupt or whatever. I think yep. Pandora bought him, and I was forced over. So I was like an unwilling uh, recipient of Spotify. Of course, it's many years later. I'm fully versed, love it. But what I was getting at is like, do you have any fun 80s playlist? One, that you'll be able to share after this on Facebook or otherwise, and two, that have cool names that are very 80s. Mm. So I'm not really like, 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 I'm not sure what the best, I'm not a copywriter, so I wouldn't know how to like come up with some of those really great ideas, like for cool names and stuff, but I'm actually kind of, kind of boring when it comes to that. I'll just like, if I'm listening to something, especially things that are kind of in the same vein, like this new, uh, it's been out for a while, but, uh, I think it's called a retro wave a little bit. It like bring, retro wave, synth wave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that brings back that same vibe of the 80s, but it's got a little bit more of like, you know, a more current feel to it. it but, well, and it, it, it matches that retro future feel that the 80s mastered so well. And yes. like getting back to like like Nintendo Entertainment System, like the, the uh, synth musical accompaniments to all of the different video games, mm-hmm. listening to synth wave, future wave, whatever wave music yeah. now. Like, uh, when I'm cleaning the house or whatever, that's what I put on my Amazon device that shall not be named. <laughs> um, and uh, and I love that that kind of retro future feel. Usually, like, if you go online, whatever playlist or whatever, there's some image attached to it that just captures that, like, retro feel of yeah. the 80s and yeah. what the future was supposed to be like. Yeah. Hashtag retro future. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question in full, but, yeah, basically, I, if I like something... Like, I'll right-click on it and be like, oh, yep, create new playlist. 
um, and I've probably got over 200 playlists and I lose track, but sometimes I'll, I forget the name of that band or group and then I'll jump back into like, oh yeah, I think I made this playlist around this time period. So, so what is it that makes a good 80s track for you? Um, like we talked about synth, for instance, yeah. like what kind of elements of 80s music do you uh, yeah. attach to? I was thinking about that too, um, coming, you know, kind of sort of getting in that mindset for this this podcast and some like two very like like really big songs that just instantly to me capture that is like simple minds don't you forget about me yep. like mm-hmm. you say that or tears for fears like everyone everybody wants to, everybody wants to rule i mean like the, I, I feel like both of those are attached to big 80s movies yes. and i think it's yeah. that like that, john hughes like yeah. yes yeah and i think a bit of that was tied to my excuse me it was tied to my childhood uh because my parents would often have my sister babysit me and she's a couple of years older than me and so like I Is walked it just the two of you kiddos. Yeah. Or, just, okay. Yeah. My sister and, and I, um, but it was really interesting because, you know, like she's a few years older than me. So she's watching Ferris Bueller's sure. day off. Yeah. She's watching, um, you know, uh, which had that awesome just, 80s song, uh, twist and shout by the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well that one right there, but you know, like, Oh, <laughs> or, uh, even the, uh, the Oh yeah song. Oh, like yeah, that gosh, one yeah. right there. Like, this thing's which, I'm going to uh, look it up right yeah, now. I mean, yeah. I I think it's always only been known the, as the Ferris Bueller song. The, or, or the, the Twix song. song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been in a yeah. couple of movies. But oh, yeah, I think that great. it's that it's that tie to the movie. But um, I think, too, uh, just because for my own personal like gratification, I'm getting back into playing guitar again. Nice. And it's like I'm just thinking about all these different things that like inspired me at that time in my youth. And I'm like, oh, man. Um, I think I like the retro wave a little bit more because like the words like seem to be a little more in the background and like that like that synth and everything. Yeah, it allows you to just zone out. You can do stuff you gotta get yeah. done and just. So is retro wave like ex- ex- explain that to me a bit more? Is pause. I've got an answer here. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, oh yeah, is a song by the Swiss band Yellow. That's Yellow. right. Without yes. a W at the end, like Yellow. Right. And uh, feature on their album Stella. The song features a mix of electronic music and manipulated vocals. Nice. Yes, I remember originally, like just a little caveat to add on to that. So, I watched a little documentary about those two band members, and they actually had a ton of lyrics to that song. <laughs> one of the the other members was like, I can't even remember their names, but basically was like, Hey, no, one no, 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 like get rid of the lyrics, just drag this. Oh yeah, out. yeah. and he was like. That's ridiculous. No. And he listened and he did it and voila. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we, just circling back to the retro wave, just for everyone there and even myself to understand, you know, so is retro wave going to have the synth? Is that like, you know? Yeah, it's it's almost like if... What's, what's the difference between that and new wave, you know? Um, I mean, and I'm while, not, I'm not going to be... we're checking that... <laughs> I will just add personal preference of myself is like, and you mentioned Tears for Fears. I think they fall into this often. It's that I always love when it comes to using synthesizers or anything like that. I like the haunting like use mm-hmm. of it. Like anytime. Yeah. There was this movie that 
uh, it was called The Guest, which is not a great movie, but it was filmed really well. And then they like made a point to like because it took place in like kind of an eighties setting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made a point to just like really use like kind of German eighties synth mm-hmm. pop. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, wow, this is a very interesting soundtrack. So, so I'm a I'm I'm personally a big fan of synthwave, and they also call it retrowave, outrun, future synth. All those names, retrowave, like we've been talking about, and one of the, it's basically like, it's it's taking all of that kind of like, dark future, retro future sort of aspect of eighties music, including synth, and then and then you know yeah. recreating it now. And one of the things that I love about it is there will be there like like uh, Jeremy was saying, there'll be very few words, but at a lot at the beginning of a lot of these songs, there are sampled words throughout sometimes, and then at the beginning. They do some story like at the beginning of a video game. You'd like pop in mm-hmm. Contra, or you'd pop in Double Dragon. It's like in 1998, yeah. you know, nuclear war yeah. struck. And there's some. It's just they. Oh, it's so overwrought and hilarious. Um, Jeremy, let me ask you this question: What is your favorite? Not you know, I you you name those two other songs. What is your personal favorite 80s song that mm. you could listen to night and day? Yeah. Man, there there really are a lot, but um, I will say this: uh, the Cure, okay, Same solid, kind of haunting, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, either love song or pictures of you. Like, there's just something about those songs that are like so. Just they're mysterious. They've got the synth, but they've got some really good guitar. They've got this great, great lyrics behind them, and it's just it's it's about love mm. yeah. those are those are great I, it made me think too of uh, oh god what is it uh, the wedding singer mm. when he's like I've been listening to a lot of Cure lately Peter what is your favorite 80s song favorite 80s song I mean I'm gonna just probably the first thing that popped in my head when you said that was power of love um, mm. And maybe Hugh, you, Hugh Lewis. maybe you put it in my brain by saying love, but I'm you know it's I'm a such a huge album. Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, what's the American Paul, Psycho? Uh, oh. Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Yeah. <laughs> um, American Psycho. Yeah. But uh, all that aside, I was a huge Back to the Future fan. That got me into Huey Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my buddies are big Huey Lewis fans. So the same kind of deal. If we're barbecuing, if we're if if the if the boys are out and the sand volleyball nets up, mm-hmm. whatever, we're listening to some Huey Lewis and the news, and or just Huey Lewis without the news, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, um, I could care less about the news. <laughs> same here. Same but here. Uh, Power of Love is great. I mean, same question back to you then. Uh, for me, uh, it, it there are a ton. I, I like Jeremy. I love sure. I love eighties music. It's similarly, I had older siblings. I'm the youngest of four. And uh, and those siblings were huge into music, and so uh, my music taste was, you know, while I was born in the middle of the '80s, it was pushed back, you know, a good five or six years of where it should be because of those older siblings. Uh, one of my all-time favorite '80s songs is uh, "Tarzan Boy" oh, yeah. by Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. So that one, like when I was a kid, Didn't like they make I it would into just a Listerine commercial. Yes, it was absolutely, yes. and it, the the big bottle oh, of Listerine oh, would come man. swinging in. I just think of Beverly Hills Ninja, and then Beverly Hills yeah. Ninja, which yeah. has been on my mind Chris recently. Chris Rock, and then they're trying Ooh, to that get big it. fat ninja <laughs> they've been talking about. Yeah, great white ninja. <laughs> um, the Tarzan boy, and then uh, and oh, what's the song? Um, King of Wishful Thinking oh, by man. Go West. Oh. 
I'm the king so of I love that song. We, so here's here's your homework. Yeah, uh, America mm-hmm. and England. I don't know. Well, not we one, that one. Italy. Band, yeah. Italy. <laughs> but uh, your homework is to create a Pandora station, and this is what my friends and I have been doing for years. Off of, and I think a shout out to I think this was Sam Caputo that uh, started this, but a Pandora station off of the song King of Wishful Thinking, and just let Pandora take it from there. And you'll get a lot of what I'm sure are all the '80s hits we love. But King of Wishful Thinking, man, well yeah. done. Way to bring, that's that's a great one. So I'm I'm gonna put yeah. a cap on this. That only barely sneaks by because it was recorded in '89. I think I think it was a I think it was officially released on the album in 1990, but it was recorded in 1989. And it is super. It's, it's I mean it's yeah. like yeah. the culmination of yeah. the 80s, it right? It is just like I mean I think that's one of the reasons. Like, if we take a step back and it's like. What do we like about 80s music? Yeah, I said about the haunting stuff, about whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there's also just like this really just happy, vibrant yes. Yes. sound that you can picture. You know, and we're influenced by movies, and that's clear. I made the joke about Sam Volleyball. And so yeah. you think of Top Gun yeah, and like, all the songs. Yeah, like, play it with the boys. Yeah. Yep. So, so, yeah, all this stuff <laughs> is influencing why we, you know, when we're barbecuing with the boys, play ridiculous music. But mm-hmm. and, and literally, if your wives are like my wife and – my wife's like, can we listen to something else? Yes. So that's why I, I think we're both really excited for you to come on to talk about this because it's it's certainly uh, we join you in liking something that nobody likes but you. Yeah, I do. I love I love the eighties. So. Uh, vh onecom Talking about movies, what I is? On my MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What is your favorite? 80s movie montage song. It's so like the, the training, the yeah. like, yeah. Because like every 80s yeah. film is just like, it is time. So we just said the playing with the boys. Yep. And there's your montage yep. of like, I'm just letting loose some steam. Yeah. I'm, I'm Maverick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yep. if, if, by the way, if Tom Cruise does not play beach volleyball in Top Gun Maverick, I will leave the theater. <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, technically, I'm not allowed in the theater right, right. now, but, yeah. but I will leave it in uh, solidarity. With the rest of the movie going public, uh, anything pop in? I mean, there. One popped into my head. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Uh, you're the best around. Oh, oh karate, karate kid. kid. Yeah, yes. and just the like Daniel's son just kicking everyone's trash yes. through the All Valley uh, uh, karate, karate tournament. tournament. Yes, yes. That I think right there. So, uh, little side story. So that song, you're the best. Like that was actually my password for quite a long time. Except I purposely spelled. You heard it here, folks. You're, you're not gonna <laughs> find try, it. Try try Jeremy C at anything and see if you're yeah. the best around. It, it's it's was that like a daily affirmation? A, yeah, like it was. It was kind Stuart of an Smalley. inside joke. It, yeah. it became first. It was like the Wi-Fi password at my office. Yeah. And then it was like, like my business partner was like, "Why did you make that?" And I was like, "Have you ever seen the Karate Kid?" And he looked at me like. <laughs> You are so stupid. And I said, I love the 80s, man. Yeah, dude. And the, the lyrics of that song, too. It's just like, if you listen to that, you're gonna it's going to yep. explain how he's just got to keep on working. You know? Yeah. Another one that popped into mind, like, Hit hands me. down, the Transformers cartoon, oh, wow. Stan Bush, You Got the Touch. You Got the Touch. You Got the Touch. I, I love this, it, man. I know the song, but yeah, yep. I, I can barely... Like Remember the montage the was basically the opening to the movie where the uh, like 
it was uh, Optimus Prime is like going up against Megatron and like they're fighting and it's like you don't expect it. You're like, what the heck? They they killed Optimus Prime. Yeah. What? How how are you gonna like carry a movie through? Like that was like yeah. I know we're talking about music, but that was so disappointing. Yeah, the two go so hand in hand. Yeah. You know? And you talk about memories, or rather, we will talk about memories, but. Um, which, which, by the way, uh, I, I think Home Alone was 90, 91. I think that was 90. Yeah, 91. Anyway, or Carol of the Bells from Home Alone, oh, yeah. like to this day, freaks me out. Because yeah, I just, I see same. this old man with a hook in my head, like, ah, old man Withers or whatever. Wait, wait no, old man who? Lancaster. <laughs> old man Lancaster. <laughs> uh, don't even, man. I'm, I was having a stress free day. Uh, so. Before we get off the montage subject, I think I have to say for everyone else, Rocky Four. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, training hearts in on the, fire. Yeah, where you're just like, and again, that's another one where like the lyrics, and that's why I love when South Park used to do like fake montage scenes, yep. and they would they would like spell out the plot of the movie and the lyrics. Yeah, because that's what, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> oh man, what is it? Uh, Basketball had one of those where oh, he's, like, yeah. he's like, "You're driving in your car," and he's like, "I am." <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, the '80s, the '80s movie montage connecting it with some '80s song is is oh, so classic. You know, another really good one was uh, "Better Off Dead." Had a oh, great soundtrack man. too. Oh, is man. that uh, John Cusack? Yeah. Yeah. Better yeah. off. Dolger Stadium. <laughs> He had his tentacles, his tentacles all over, all over him. Yes. Ah, <laughs> Gee, Ricky, I'm sorry your mom blew up. I love that movie <laughs> yeah, so I much. Have to, I haven't yeah. seen that in so long. I'll have to yeah. like to get to know you well. Like they're sitting there building the car. Like that was the song yeah. over that that montage. Like I let this car sit and rust in my front yard. No, dude, it's dead. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. No, no, we fix. No, 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 we're not. I, I can't do this. But you play some good music, yeah, man. And boom. My my favorite line from that movie though is, "It's a shame these days people throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that." <laughs> yes. uh, I, we can't go on to the next section without talking uh, Rocky Three: Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Like that is, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's amazing as well. Uh, the Rocky, Rocky, the Rocky three. series. That's Rocky One, right? Oh yeah, Rocky One is when. I mean, uh, it's probably all. The, of them. All of them have yeah. that song in it. I'm pretty certain. I just but. It's a, I'm, I'm reading it here. It says, Rocky Three only has one montage, although it is one of the most memorable because it uses the timeless song, I Have the Tiger. The band Journey wrote the song specifically for the movie, and it was used in the beginning to show Rocky's rise to fame after Journey. winning the title. I thought it was uh, That's not Journey. Journey. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. You're reading fake news. Right? Am I? Yeah. I think so. I Have the Tiger was Survivor. That's, yeah. That's, I'm like almost 100% sure. Yep. Survivor. You're right. It is Survivor. <laughs> What in the world? What in the world am I, am I reading? So sorry. I wish we could censor this, guys. But Jeez. you know we don't put that much work. Well, I can't. I right, know. So I will change uh, off of fake news. I will change to Jeremy. You have the ability to see any '80s band in their heyday, top of the game, live, front row. What concert are you going to? Hmm. That's a tough one. I know. One of these days, we'll give people the questions ahead of time so that so <laughs> they don't have to get put on the spot. Actually, I have the answer. So Thanks. because they were still together, I would have loved to have seen Pink Floyd do the wall. So mm. you, not just were they together, but 1980 was album of the year was the wall. So, so they technically 
yeah. came into the '80s with the the best selling album of the year. So you I very it. much get them. Mm-hmm. You get to go see them. Congratulations. Thank you. For those of you who don't know, Jeremy is is one of the larger uh, Pink Floyd fans on the planet. He is branded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. In various parts of his body. I think I'm up to four tattoos now. Nice. Lost count somewhere. Uh, strictly Pink Floyd uh, tattoos. Strictly Pink Floyd tattoos. Yeah. Yes. The first three were actually no wait. First four were Pink Floyd tattoos, and then from there I don't even remember. So what? Uh, Pause. I just got to say one more. One yes. more movie montage. <laughs> yes. Uh, Hungry Eyes from sure. Dirty Dancing. Sure. Mm. And and the reason I need to bring that up is because in middle school, our choir director had us sing that song for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny. I think back now, I'm like, well, that wasn't appropriate. Hungry eyes. They were like, what a good movie. Hungry for what, Mr. Miller? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nice. Yeah, that's that's, curious indeed. That was a great, great movie um, that almost didn't get made. Like, Tell me. Well, I'm not... there's an awesome show on, on Netflix called uh, the, what's that? Um, movies. The, the, the Movies That Made You? Yes. That one is on there. I recommend watching it because it created a movie studio and it also uh, like got Patrick Swayze and um, Jennifer, Jennifer Gray? Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Gray. Yeah. That was Bill like, Gray Lewis. The, <laughs> the spark of their career, but well, actually the spark of their career was in... Um, uh, you guys have talked about it. Uh, Wolverines. Uh, oh, Red, Red, oh, Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. So they worked together on Red Dawn, hated each other after that movie. The producers. Like hated uh, each other like grade schoolers hate. Like, yeah, people. like yeah. super like they did not want to talk to each other. Hmm. But then they were like, you guys have the best chemistry on camera, like from all their screenings. But then like basically Patrick Swayze went into the room with her and was like, look, let's talk. They talked for like an hour. They both came out of the room crying, and she said, "Okay, I'll do this movie." And she just whispered, "Wolverines." <laughs> yes, yes. Apparently, something. It was bad a careless whisper. Yeah. Something <laughs> bad happened on that movie, but anyway. Um, well, I love a little bit of uh, a little bit of knowledge. Um, I think, yeah, between that and flash dance and dirty dancing, everything, uh, those were all great. You talked about the wall, and yes. so we kind of uh, unearthed. That was the album of 1980. So, do you guys know what the best-selling album of your birth years are? Actually, so that album came out the same month and year I was born. It came out in '79, in November, but it, like all the touring and everything right. they did for it, was that. And they actually only did four shows for that that concert. But uh, biggest album, I'm gonna say that. I don't know. No, in 79, it was not. Uh, no other guesses? Mm, Michael cool? Jackson? It's a great guess. Um, it was Billy Joel's 52nd Street, mm, which I one. have on vinyl, and I will play that for you later. Where are we from? Um, how about you, Scott? Do you know what your birth album of the year, best-selling? That is a good question. I... Is that Michael Jackson? Yes, it is. Do you, can you name the album? Th- it's not Thriller. But what if it was, Scott? Is it Thriller? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we do that as people? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, Thriller. Well, it's not Thriller. I can tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thriller was uh, 83 and 84. 
I can't sing all of Thriller, but I do like the, the dance. deep voice uh, rap at the end. The yeah. funk of, you know, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that because I can do it. Vincent Price, is that, was that? He opens it. I don't know. Does he do the rap part? I don't think. Yeah, he does a little. He does a little, little light, light chat over it. Yeah. Like at the beginning, he opens it up and then does that cackle like that. That video. Oh my god! Like when he would like hug the girl. Is Vincent Price spooky rap? (laughs) He would look back at you, and his eyes were like yellow, and like a cat just freaked me out. He's a scary dude. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to like one of the best parts about the the. How the '80s has carried on is the you know like '80s night at a at a party at a mm-hmm. at a bar at a you know dance whatever. So, what are you dressed as on '80s night, Jeremy? Uh, well, I'd have to wear my power glove, of nice. course. Right? It's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have to wear it's my power whiz. glove. Uh, the black shades because I got to wear my shades yeah. inside. Yeah, sure. Uh, probably you wear your sunglasses at night. Sunglasses yeah. at night. Yeah, yeah. Hair slicked back, uh, jeans jacket, uh, probably some sort of uh, like cheesy T-shirt or something with like a big, big, big uh, '80s brand of some sort, like maybe like, like Nin- Schoolhouse Rock or School something. Yeah, or Nintendo, Dare. like something. Dare. Dare. Oh man, I remember Dare. What a bad, what a bad word to a, like say. Just say no to drugs, you know. Dare. dare I dare you. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was very confusing uh, as a child. So I don't even remember what I it blame means. Why I'm on so much drugs? <laughs> I, just, I, felt I took the dare. Yeah. He kept daring me, so yeah. I did. It. Yeah, like uh, what was it? Like drug abuse resistance Re- education. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. One of us was listening. Yeah. I had the shirt. I think I for an eighties day or night situation. I think I bought. Maybe it was even nineties. I would like kind of went into both. I would like to point out that the only one of us who's drinking Mountain Dew versus some adult beverage is the one who knew what Dare stood for. That's true. I did get to crack my first brewski on the podcast uh, with Jeremy here. I'm surprised that didn't happen earlier. Um, I've driven many people to drink, but Peter's been a good sport. I usually wait till right when Scott leaves to break out the Oh, gosh. Peter, you. Yes. 80s night, Halloween. What's your costume? What's your go-to? I... When I was asking you, Jeremy, I was thinking, what were those, like, uh, uh, Randy Savage pants? The jammies or jam- jammers? Oh, jammers? Jammers. Jammers. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing. Snap jammers. Jammers, man. You're uh, going to, like, walk around with Slim Jims and hand them out to I, people? I don't even know, oh, what the, yeah. I don't know what the top is. You know, I like I like the idea of a jean jacket. I just want to be in those jammers. And... Uh, would you have the frilly like sides coming off of your legs too? Like they, I know that they have like the. So they've got I know them on Macho the boots. Man had like the crazy kind of cowboy weird. Yeah, we're talking like on. Ultimate Warrior tassels the, here. Is that yeah. what we're talking about? Well, well, the tassels, but they also had them like I, I remember seeing some of them where they would have it on the like the, sh- the side of their shoes would even have feathers off yeah. of them. Man, I'm going for more like MC Hammer slash Vanilla Ice. Like I, sure. I want the, like a parachute pants. Oh, like, those. I want to look like Aladdin. Okay. You know? Yep, <laughs> that's. I had so I had some of those in grade I school. Get ahead of the bread line, <laughs> and that's no joke. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, which the uh, the 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 great Disney revival uh, happened yeah. in the '80s, yeah. starting in '89, uh, I believe it was, what? with Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've kind of been uh, one step behind them. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, f- uh, for me, I would I, I would go uh, one of the uh, two options from um, Karate Kid. I would have to bring it back to. Um, uh, either what what Daniel Russo was wearing the shower, the curtain, shower curtain right oh, so that one is hilarious or okay. like I remember watching Karate Kid as a kid and seeing all the bad guys dressed up as skeletons and yeah. being like oh that's awesome oh, <laughs> yeah, I want to be a bad guy there's that line in the social network you ever see that film about Mark Zuckerberg or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, and the Winklevoss twins are like talking about whether they should go after him legally or not like to sue him and they're like, you know, we're Harvard men, we're gentlemen. If we go after him, we're gonna look like the the karate uh, people dressed as skeletons chasing <laughs> Daniel Russo across the <laughs> And I laughed. I was like, that's that's great. Pretty clever. And apparently right? that line was like legit, like said by one of the Winklevoss guys uh, in like a deposition or something. That's so, that's really funny. Wow. So yeah, I laughed pretty hard because nobody wants to be that guy. No, nobody mm-hmm. does. Nobody does. Um. So, so back to 80s music, I do want to bring up the fact uh, that one of my favorite songs from the 80s has since become uh, a meme of a meme of a meme, but it was one of the original ones that, that took the internet by storm, and that is the Rickroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to listen to that song. Legitimately, non-ironically, I genuinely like it. You're talking about Never Rick, Gonna Give Rick You Astley, Up. Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah. And then the Rickroll, if you're not familiar, I do know that we have that one Italian and several old people who listen to our podcast. So the Rickroll. That's a gall darn Rickroll. Actually, Jeremy, you explain the Rickroll to us. Yeah. So if you want to get, if you want to get somebody, uh, you know, you would basically, it's a... uh, I'm not sure. Like, it's like a hyperlink. Yeah, it's like yeah. a hyperlink or something. Well, like you, you you explain something like, oh hey, yeah, I saw this cool thing. thing. Here's here's a link. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, hey, you better check this out. Yeah, tax season's coming up. Here's a, <laughs> here's a great way to. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Yeah. Never gonna let you down. It would take you straight to the YouTube, uh, you know, music video, and holy cow! Every time well, you would get rickrolled yourself, you would get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, well, just remember, that little Rick Astley yeah, shimmy, you know. Yeah. I remember seeing some though where they did it really well to where it would be like the first five seconds of what you expected to see, yeah, and you're yep. like, "Oh, cool! This looks like it's going to be really interesting." And then yeah. you're like, "Oh, you got me again." Yeah, that's the, that's the game within the game. Those are yeah. for the yeah the true players. It's yeah. next level. Mm-hmm. No, that was definitely quintessential. Um, what else? I mean, like, because. As much as we talk about, you know, some of those more like pop, uh, you also had incredible bands coming through the like U two, <laughs> REM yep, yep. are just putting out some of the best, some music of the best ever. stuff. Uh, we were talking earlier about Genesis, oh, Phil yeah. Collins, yeah. which is yeah. just Peter classic. Gabriel, yeah, Peter like, Gabriel, and like even now, it's like they're like I, I went back and I was listening to last week. It was the the So album. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so worldly. Like, yeah. the stuff that he was doing then, he was way ahead of his time. Like, I'm sure that, you know, those, you know, the music people of that time are like, whoa, yeah, this is this is groundbreaking. Um, 
But I think some people now, they don't even, like, they don't go back and look at that. And if you play that album, it still holds up today. It's, like, really, like, it's just enjoyable. It's, like, I, I love finding bands that nobody remembers from that era that totally influenced another band that people didn't even know about. Like, there's a really good one called uh, The Inspiral Carpets. So they were in, um, they were a band out of, uh, I think, either London or some some other place in the UK, but their guitar tech was actually Noel uh, Gallagher, yeah. and oh, we all know. You know Anyways, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, here's Wonderwall, but it's just like I I think that that's a little bit of like my personality. Like I love just digging. Like when I was a kid, I would take stuff apart and just like to see how it worked and try to put it back together. And like that's a bit like of my, my pers- parents' yeah. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> my dad comes out of my car. My car. What did you do? Uh, I did that. Uh, my uh, family computer. My dad came home and the pieces were all out on the countertop, and he was like, "Every single piece back in its place." I'm like, "Oh, I was cleaning it." <laughs> yep. I've done that too. Yeah, I took a computer. So what apart. are you? What are you taking apart? Oh, I mean, dude, like I took apart my race car. Like I had like one of those like RC. Yeah. race cars i took that apart yeah yeah those um numerous <laughs> numerous toys i i would usually put them back together they'd be a little bit loose but you know you got it back together and you're like oh that's cool yeah. I, I got to see how that worked did uh, i break it or make it better yeah yeah that was uh, from the simpsons by the way <clears throat> or even just uh Speaking being able to like i i think that applies over to my love for music in general and just like uh, I know dissecting a track. Yeah, dissecting a song. Album. Listen, I know Scott, you play guitar, and so it's like that. Like hearing something, you're like, "That is so genius! How did they think of that?" Like yeah. I love that kind of info. Yeah. Like just looking it up and like even the story of bands and how they came together is like it's just it's magical to me because yeah. it's like the universe somehow brought these people together in yeah. order to create something that lasts with us forever. And I also love to add to that, like the influence. I, I think you mentioned at one point, like how bands get influenced by each other, how they get propelled by each other. You know, whether it's you know like the Beatles and the Beach Boys racing against each other for the next big hit or out al- next big album. But like in the '80s, as synthesizers and everything were coming into play, and you'd see these bands. So one of the more famous ones is like Rush. Mm-hmm. who yes. are very much like this epic rock system that suddenly like they became obsessed with this 80s sound and so like there's a lot of rush bands that are just like oh blah pass right through that yeah but i love it and i love listening Ditto. to some of the stuff from it but it's just like oh this must have been recorded in the 80s and mm-hmm. you know you two the difference from their 90s stuff and mm-hmm. their 80s stuff i mean they even like they separate their greatest hits it's like Greatest hits, 1980 to 1990, and then 1990 to 2000, like, mm-hmm. because they're so different. And yeah. uh, I've always enjoyed that about how the 80s was such a defining sound. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, because especially growing up, <clears throat> the, the later part of the 80s and then th- throughout the 90s, and kind of coming into music and hearing it and trying to understand it, and, and you know, each decade has such a specific sound, and it's so funny, because I can't quite put my finger on the 90s sound, and I'm sure a lot of people that grow up in a specific era have that same problem. Mm-hmm. But um, but 80s, and part of it is 80s is so, like, 
singular and unique. And I think it's absolutely has to do with the advent of the personal computer and the advent of, of synth technology and all of these different mm -hmm. new instruments that people were building. And, and, you know, that had been happening for some time, but it really came into its own during the 80s and um, and just exploded. And that was the sound that, that everyone, you know, globbed onto. And I mm -hmm. globbed, glommed. Glommed onto. They glommed. could do either. Yeah, they could do them both. You're allowed was, to glob. There was a lot of makeup, so there was a bit yeah. of globbiness. Which, is, speaking of the makeup, that's one part of 80s music that we haven't talked about at all. Yes. And that is 80s hair metal butt rock. <laughs> I, I just waited in anticipation for you to say <laughs> There it. was bated breath there. Yeah. Yes. Say it. Say butt rock. Yeah. So butt rock. What are some bands that you did? Uh, Poison, Quiet Rat, Quiet Riot, just any of these like glamour rock bands Survivor. van halen and so so there's this weird there's this distinction right because there's like van halen's technically a hair metal band right um but they also were serious about their music whereas like poison and rat and motley crew they weren't serious about their music they were just bad boys yeah and then there was like the ultra glammed out ones that were wearing makeup and like perming their hair and doing weird stuff like that and Twist, so there's this, sister. Yeah, 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 exactly. So there's this, there's this weird mix of like, act, like people that were trying to create music versus people that were just trying to have a good time and yeah, live yeah. the rock and roll lifestyle, mm -hmm. which is such a weird era in rock and roll, because it, you know, a lot of that took a backseat to new wave and yeah. and and other, you know, bits of the eighty. Do we need to 80s. talk about like the invention of hip hop in the eighties? That's what I was going to say. Like, there was so, it's like, you think 80s and you're like, instantly, like, you go to synth mm -hmm. and it gets that bad rap behind it and people like roll their eyes like, ugh, like this sound. But it's like, yeah, you had some really great stuff even in R&B and in rap, like so many, so many new sounds that were coming out of that, that, that they were using like samplers and different things in a different way. It's like that, it was, it was just a birth of a lot of great sounds. It is interesting because <clears throat> you look at what, what got popular in the early 90s and usually like every generation is a is a rejection and yet a mirror image of what the generation before it just, you yeah. know, just mm -hmm. did. And so the 80s was a lot of it was bubblegum and 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 there's some of that more poppy stuff and it was it was just that synth sound, right? And, you know, going into the early 90s, you have grunge and you have like gangster rap and you have some other mm -hmm. things where it was this rejection of a polished computerized sound yes, into right. uh, yeah. into like really gritty stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, it, you know, the 80s paved the way for a lot of those. Yeah, things. And <clears throat> the 80s like basically started getting angry. Yeah. So you get like metal. So like Metallica. Was yeah. Coming mm -hmm. out and showing everybody a, a little angrier or interesting way to listen to music and mm -hmm. then like i said about the hip-hop you know nwa yep pretty upset and so they they came they, out swinging and then the 90s their most favorite out. song we have some concerns may we speak with your manager <laughs> uh well okay so we are pretty much on time so <clears throat> my question to you jeremy is what yep. what did you want to talk about that we forgot to ask you mm. anything Anything that needs to be said about 80s music before we go? Uh, I think one thing we didn't touch on was, so we had the cassette player, but the CD had just come out. And like... It's true. It, it was like this this whole new thing. It was like, like 
you had to now go through this whole upgrading phase of your music. Whereas now it's like we don't even have to think about any of that stuff. Yeah. It's it's just like, oh, like oh, I want to play with, I want to play any song I can think of in my mind, and it's just like boom, there it is. Yeah, it's like, I I think there's something to be said for the nostalgia of like owning that stuff still. Like I know, uh, a lot of people have kind of gotten rid of that stuff just because they're just like ah, I don't need it anymore. I I've got it all digital. But to me, I've got like I've got just tons of CDs, and actually, uh, you had said it too, like mentioned records. It's yeah. like I still have that stuff, mainly from my dad, um, which I will actually give a shout out to my dad, uh, Alan. Al- Alan Karras. Oh, yeah. What's up, Alan? So for really just he he didn't like hide that stuff from his music. Like he'd actually even be like, here, like let's listen to some music. He introduced me to Pink Floyd. He introduced me to like. Um, Van Halen, some of these other groups that I would have never thought of listening. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even realize really that the C. I mean, I know CDs came out in the '80s. I didn't mm-hmm. realize. I just looked. It came out in like '82. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, I again going back to Wedding Singer. I remember <laughs> the scene when he like it's called a compact disc, <laughs> and they're like, "You put your record on? No, you know, like that kind of stuff." Yeah, but these yeah. things cost. Uh, up to a thousand dollars when they first came out, yeah. And despite that cost, I'm just looking uh, at my friend Google. Despite that cost, they sold over four hundred thousand CD players um, in like those first couple of years. Yeah, it, it was like just like it, most expensive thing. All of them bought by Gordon Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was CDs are good. <laughs> I remember the giant boombox, like like you you loaded that thing up with like what are the like the biggest batteries you like double D's or something? It's I think just D's. It, D's. I don't. I don't <laughs> I, I'm not a battery guy. But the A's, I think you're a something else guy. <laughs> <laughs> but having you know like that was like to know somebody that had that like Alan, like, don't listen to that part. Uh, my dad, he doesn't mind. Uh, <laughs> But to have that, like, I had so many friends that had those, and it was just like, I kept, you know, asking my dad, I'm like, can I get one and get one? And they were like, no, like, you don't need that. Like, yeah. and then That's of course, a phase. yeah, it'll go away, like, something else will come out. But yeah, like, which is funny because your nickname is Jeremy Ghetto Blaster Karras. <laughs> Actually, so. it's J Money. J Money, yeah. J Money. Represent. Mm-hmm. Maybe on another podcast, yeah. I'll explain that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I will just say very much thank you it was every bit as entertaining as i thought it would be i hope everybody else agrees um i'm looking forward to you sharing a playlist or two with us i have a share uh, a playlist uh of retro hits as i call it that i'd yep. be happy to share as well <clears throat> and then every everybody else we can just start sharing our 80s playlist and let's uh let's make it rain let's make but it good thank you mr jeremy yeah all thank right thanks for having me it's, it's been... so great to have you appreciate it I see. Thanks for the beer, too. <laughs> yeah. This has been Nobody Likes Us But You, a podcast that as of right now, nobody likes us but you. Peter, play us out. Don't you forget about me. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Peace to you guys.